Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Trisha Stefankowitz, registered dietitian, nutritionist. We are ending our series that we were doing on mental health blocks and the things that we think about ourselves that hinder our health progress. On today's episode, we are going to talk about negative body image. Before we start the episode, I'm going to put a lot of show notes here for this episode because there's a lot of, I think, negative body image and how it impacts your health is something that a lot of women struggle with. So there's going to be a lot of show notes here in case you feel like you are struggling with this. Also, I did an episode with Gabby Salomon, and she is a therapist who really talks about disordered eating. That episode is 67. She is a therapist that works with disordered eating at Therapy for Women's Center in Philadelphia. So I'll put all of that in the show notes. And so let's start the episode. We today are going to talk about this idea of negative body image and how it impacts your health. So when we talk about body image, typically that refers to how you see yourself. That could be your thoughts, your feelings, any assumptions that you have made about yourself. When it comes to women, it tends to typically, women tend to typically focus with their body image on their appearance, including how they look, how your body feels. And when it comes to health, I think weight is a really big one that comes up in play with body image. In this episode, we're going to talk about negative body image. So this is a little different than body image. The body image is just kind of giving us the idea of what it is, but negative body image is this idea that you're hyper-focused on your appearance, that you may find yourself comparing yourself to others. You may find yourself negative things that you're telling yourself and having some kind of critical self-talk and also having unrealistic unachievable goals and expectations of what you're supposed to look like in order to feel worthy or that you're enough. For some women, it could be concentrated on your weight or size. And for others, it could just be overall appearance on how they look and how you feel in your own skin. And this is something that is a topic that affects probably most women that are listening, most women in general. One study from the National Organization of Women, so their website is now.org, reports that at age 13, 53% of American girls are unhappy with their body. And by the time the girl reaches seven, by the time the girl reaches 17, this number grows to 78% unhappy with their bodies. And so I, I suspect that this number doesn't really go down so much as women age, but I don't know that. I suspect that number is probably high for adult women as well. The way that we see ourselves is a really complex issue. So when we talk about negative body image, what does this come from or how did this start? Many factors probably contribute to having this negative body image that most probably all of us have. It can start anywhere from childhood with family or peer influences. It could be these internalized messages that you picked up along the way. 
It could be related to parental satisfaction with their body. So if you have a mom who was hyper-focused on dieting or hyper-focused on what you looked like in terms of your weight, then that could be something that a negative body image stems from that. It could be messages from social media, magazines. Um, I think a lot of teenage girls, I mean, I'm looking back, we didn't have so much social media at 46, but there was always magazines that would tell me the best diet that I should be on or what I should look like and how I can make myself prettier. And so I'm sure that you guys also experienced that. There may have been commercials on TV that impacted that. There may be media messages now, society, diet, culture, all of it. What probably tends to make it a little bit worse with our body image and the negativity that it comes from is that as women, we go through a lot of body changes. So we may have some already weird thinking and negative body issues as we go into puberty and then go into our 20s and 30s and childbearing years. And then there's premenopause and menopause. And so there's a lot of different things that happen in our bodies, which are supposed to happen, but may contribute to having a negative body image because there's a lot of things with hormones and just a lot of different things that go along with that aging process in general. Examples of having negative body image would be uh, this. I'm going to talk about things that are related to health. So it could be something like if I lose 10 pounds and I would be so happy. I think that's a, a big one is like this idea that you are not good enough as you are now, but when you get to a certain weight or when you fit into a certain size jeans or something that you will be happier and every problem that you have now is going to be fixed. There might also be this idea of if you look a certain way, then you may feel more worthy, more lovable, feel more deserving of having the self-esteem or the self-worth that you may be currently denying yourself. So when we talk about negative body image, how does this hinder our health goals? Well, negative body image, is it can be really harmful in a lot of different ways. It could lead to some kind of disordered eating. It could also lend itself to having some kind of body dysmorphia. So you may see yourself and your body differently than how it actually looks because of the unrealistic expectations that you think you're supposed to look like. It is harmful also because it can lower your self-esteem because you're not meeting these unrealistic expectations most women that have, and and men too, that have a negative body image may experience some form of self-criticism. You may be feeling ashamed of your body. I know I certainly have periods where that's something that is very prevalent in my mind. You may have, it's linked to having higher rates of anxiety and depression. And just overall, there's just a lot of self-criticism that goes on when you look at your body negatively and you have this negative body image. And I'm sure that we all have experienced this. And I think it's harder probably, it's more an anomaly not to have somebody have experienced it. So when it comes to negative body image, what do we do about it? So we've talked about what it is. We've talked about 
the the statistics in terms of that it starts from puberty and it, it actually starts in children. But the statistics that I showed here are girls ages 13 and above, but actually there's been studies that show it's in very young kids. And we've talked about like kind of where it's come from and what has exacerbated and how it can be really harmful to our health. So if we feel like we have negative body image and it's impacting our health, what do we do about it? Because that's what this episode is about. Well, first would be to stop focusing on the negativity and the things that you're telling yourself. So it's really identifying and managing any of the negative self-talk that you're doing. And so this could be just first identifying what it is that you believe about yourself and what it is that you're telling yourself about your body and its limitations. I think that when we get to this place that we are when we either write it down or we start to listen to what we're telling ourselves, because I know for me anyway, it ends up just being a thought that is just present in my mind and I'm not even thinking about it. And a lot of times I may not even know that I'm telling myself these things, but it's just this like loop. It's just this conversation that I have with myself that's on a loop recording and it just goes on and on and on. And so I think first, it's just trying to identify what negative self-talk that you're doing that's contributing to your negative self-image. Is it something, a lot of times I think that we think these things about ourselves, but they may not even be real. And they're probably just things that you've told yourself from when you were young or just that you've gathered about yourself over over the years that may actually not be based in any sense of reality. So it's identifying what you're telling yourself. That's a really big one. And then really trying to like write it down or to tease it out so that you can see what it is you're telling yourself that you can start to challenge it. What you think and believe about yourself, again, may not be real. It's just these things that you might not even know that you're that you're saying it might be something that's automatic that you've never unless you take the time to really tease it out and to like really like write it down or somehow get it out of your head so that you can actually challenge it you may actually even be really surprised at what you're telling yourself when that inner critic starts to come out Instead of focusing on the negative, really focus on what it is that you're that you're grateful for when it comes to your body and the things that you've accomplished. And to really start to switch that, starts to, to switch that conversation instead of focusing on the negative, focusing on the positive and things that you're grateful for. I, it sounds like a lot of the research supports that shifting to this idea of gratitude can help help calm this inner critic that you have. And then also challenging the negative self-talk that you have. So having this idea that you're practicing positive body image kind of things. And so this could be like, instead of saying like, I hate my body, I hate my body so much, saying things like, I unconditionally love my body. And you're probably not even going to believe it, especially at the beginning, but over time, you'll get to a place that you'll probably tap more into that idea because the more you tell yourself that, the more you're going to believe it. You could say things to yourself like, I feed my body healthy foods to nourish it and just refocus on, I feed, like it's very different. I'm sure that when you actually tease out what you're saying to yourself, it's probably very harsh. 
I think even for myself, I never realized for myself how horribly I talked to myself until I started therapy. But also I'm a dietitian, so I would have women come into my office and they say, the most horrible things about themselves. And I would be horrified, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you think that about yourself. And yet I unconsciously am saying the same shit to myself. And so it's just this way of like, I think we carry this weight around of all these negative things. It's a way of really shifting that negativity to something positive about yourself, whatever it is. So it might be recognizing your strengths instead of focusing on the negative things that you don't like about yourself and really focusing on how to change that conversation so that it can be, so that you can kind of start to eliminate that inner critic or at least give it less things to say about yourself. The next thing I would do to help with this negative self-image that you may have going on is stop focusing on all the numbers and start focusing on the behaviors. So in this, I think for a lot of women, what tends to be the case for a negative body image at this stage of the game tends to be a lot based on weight, weight and BMI. They're the two numbers that I'm talking about. So stop focusing on those. They don't mean anything. Your body weight doesn't mean anything. BMI doesn't mean anything. It doesn't tell you anything about your self-worth. It doesn't tell you anything, how good, bad of a person you are, but we put so much value and emphasis on these numbers and we carry this weight literal emotional weight around when it comes to numbers. And it doesn't, they don't mean anything. They don't tell you anything about who you are as a person. So let's start shifting the conversation and the talk that you're doing away from the numbers and start focusing on the behaviors that are going to get you to a place that are going to help you feel like you have self-worth. And so these would be things like drinking more veggies and fruit, drinking more water, getting enough physical activity, getting time for yourself, getting some self-care in, getting just any space for yourself. Because you really want to get to this place that you are celebrating yourself as a whole person, not just as these body parts or weights or BMI that you don't particularly like. And these behaviors are going to be the things that are going to be really practical in the sense that they're going to probably give you some kind of emotional, they're going to make you feel good because they're nourishing your body. So like with your veggies, fruit, drinking water, moving your body, taking time for yourself, it's going to give you some emotional, some emotional space. And it's going to just allow you to do the things that are going to make you feel good about yourself. Having physical activity is going to increase endorphins. So all of these things are going going to help you get to a place that you're able to feel like you're doing something for yourself. Because a lot of times when we focus on the numbers, if they're not moving quickly enough, we disregard all the good behaviors that we're doing. And so if we're able to take away the numbers and focus on the behaviors, then you kind of can't go wrong because you're like, okay, I eat five fruits and veggies today. How great am I? I mean, that's pretty fucking awesome. And that's what's going to get you to having prolonged life and prolonged health and and just increasing your overall sense of self-worth and just how you're treating your body, which is way more important. And then another thing that I would do to help decrease this negative self-image that you have is avoiding people or social media or any diet culture that makes you feel bad about who you are, what your body looks like, what your appearance looks like. 
this and the people that you follow breeds this idea and this this like perfectionism and this comparatonitis and these unrealistic expectations. So I want you to look at what magazines you're reading. I want you to look at who you follow on Facebook. I want you to look at who you follow on Instagram. Just those things are going to be helpful. I don't know if you have any of these things where you follow somebody and they're on the latest fad diet and then it, then you feel like, oh shit, I should be doing that because they're doing that. Don't follow them. Just do what is best for you and, and just avoid that for now because you're not going to, it's just going to make you feel worse about what you're doing or what you feel like you're not doing good enough of. So that's what I want you to do today is just take out your phone and look at who you're following and unfollow anybody if they make you feel bad about how you look or bad about that you don't feel like you're doing enough or that you're not doing enough for your health and really focus on people that are going to be a little bit more positive that are that's going to be more practical to get you to where you need to go and then also or that's going to be more positive and focusing on what things you are doing and that you are enough and that you are worthy like any change that you want to make it doesn't happen overnight it takes a long time i mean the thing is is when you're trying to do these things to i just feel like with negative self talk it has been something that we as women and maybe men too, if you're listening, have been doing for a really, really long time. I mean, you've probably talked to yourself since you were a kid. And so it's not like all of a sudden you're going to wake up one day and be like, oh my God, I feel so great about myself. It isn't. And you may even need to, to seek some guidance from a licensed mental health professional. You may need to do cognitive behavioral therapy, which of course I always recommend, but because those professionals are equipped to help identify any of the negative self-talk that you do and how to navigate it, which is really hard again, because it's been something that we've been doing and telling ourselves for a really long time. It's just these stories that aren't probably based in any sense of reality. So like, again, It's just putting the time in and working on these behaviors or trying to change these behaviors every day. I I don't believe that all of a sudden one day you're going to be like, I'm going to talk to myself nice today and actually feel like, you know, you are worthy of that. I think it's, I think it just takes a little time, but it also takes a little bit of effort. Um, I don't think that the negative self-talk will change just because you want it to. You'll probably have to put some time or some effort in to make that better and to make that change different. And I want to remind you that when it comes to all of the things that we've talked about in this mental health series, that you really just have to do what works for your life, what works for your body, what behaviors interfere with your health, because it's going to be different for everybody. Health is so individualized And you really just have to figure out like how you can take care of yourself and what is going to make you feel good and what is going to help you feel empowered to make healthy life changes. And that's going to help you change however you feel about yourself because ultimately you are the expert on you. And you know, I can tell you things that work for me, but they may not work for you and they might not work for your friend. And, and so you know yourself well enough to know what's going to work for you, what things are good for you, what things make you feel better. And so 
you know, I just encourage you to take that sense of control and to hope that you feel empowered that anything that you do, there's no right or wrong. It's whatever works for you. I want to emphasize again that always it's progress over perfection. So with any health change that you're making, it won't just automatically happen. There will be it does require making some kind of effort every single day. And when it comes to negative self-talk or negative body image, it may be having an affirmation that you tell yourself every day. It might be something like, I am enough. I love my body. I love my muffin top. I love these thick thighs. Whatever it is, it's just something that I think once you say to yourself over time, you'll start to believe it. And it sounds like it's something so simple, but I guarantee you it'll take you a long way if you keep practicing it. And also that all of this in terms of all the mental health blocks that we've talked about, everything is a choice. So you may recognize that you do this behavior and you may want to change it, but it really requires you to do something about it. So it's not, you don't have to continue this behavior once you identify it, but it's totally your choice. If you're not in a place that you can handle it right now, then don't, but just know what is out there and that it's your choice that at the time you're ready to deal with it, you can. Because again, you may need someone to help you along with it because it might be very overwhelming. But if you're in a place that you're ready and you want to do something different, then certainly I recommend, you know, motivating you that it is a choice. You don't have to feel so um, locked in your head and so terribly about yourself. And there is support out there. And again, I put a whole bunch of resources in the show notes because disordered eating and all of this negative body image is just rampant in our culture. And there are a lot of resources out there. And so, you know, I am a dietitian, but certainly there are eating disorder dietitians that are much, much, much more specialized than I am. And I actually had an eating disorder dietitian talk on here. Her name is Jess Brown and she's in episode 80, or I'm sorry, episode 54. And so Again, I'll put all this information in the show notes because this is a huge issue for most women. And so for most of us, it's we've been dealing with it for all of our life. So if you feel like you need further assistance on that, maybe any of those resources in the show notes will help you. So be kind to yourself. Just take one step at a time. It's progress over perfection. And that just take one day at a time and just be kind to yourself. And maybe today you go through social media, try to figure out, get rid of the images or the people that you follow that don't make you feel good when you see their feed. And then also do something and say something nice to yourself today, something that maybe you've never said to yourself before. And then maybe tomorrow you say the same thing. And then over time, you really start to believe it. So be kind to yourself and I will see you guys back here next week. If you found value in this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Being a busy woman or mom doesn't mean that we have to give up on our health, wellness, or self-care. Together, we can take tiny, imperfect steps towards creating the whole health we desire and deserve. You can find us at wholehealthempower.com or on Instagram at wholehealthempower. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.